Hot Scantug. July... F nope. July 6th, 2023. Thursday evening here. Todd coming at you from studio... Oh, we're not recording video. Not the Todd uploads anyway. From studio C, yeah. Um, I am, of course, here in studio A. As you'd expect, Todd's got the 20 ounce. Packing the heat. DC. 20 ounce of the DC in the place. Speaking Where of are heat, you, Todd? holy fuck, it's hot in South Carolina. Hot as a motherfucker? In July? No. I mean, I... How bad? So, I helped my in-laws. What did I do? I... Nothing. Ins installed a new mailbox and a hose hanger thing. Oh. Just on side like of the house. installed a new hose? It's called I screwed it on. No, no. Yeah. The, the thing to wrap the hose around. Gotcha. I was outside for like, I don't know, 20. I was fucking pouring sweat. It wasn't even like a strenuous task. I was just dripping. dripping the mailbox dripping. thing probably was pretty strenuous, no? No, it was just replacing. Like the post was the same, just replacing. Oh. The mailbox. Because I've done the I've done the post with the concrete. Pass. No, no, no. That that would be a little more strenuous. This was not strenuous. Very strenuous. Very. Um. What else did you do? But did you jump in the pool afterwards? Was what was the sitch? Um. I. <clears throat> did you swim did today? Not. You're lying if you're saying today. No, I was working today. Oh. I worked so on when was all this GD day? This was was this on the fourth? Probably the third. We had the third off. Maybe the fourth. Hmm. Hmm. Gotcha. You had the third off. You lucky yeah. prick, you. All right. Exciting. That's exciting we, stuff. We actually. Yeah. Visited some people on the third. Oh. In North Carolina. Oh. Oh. Oh, wait, do I know these people? No. No, okay. Are these the people Maryland, that you... Staying in North Carolina. That you beached with a couple of years ago or last summer, whatever it was? Yes. Gotcha. Son of a I saw bitch. the. I saw the pics. Um, well, that's fun and exciting. <clears throat> Excuse me. <Whew. clears throat> Did you know that... Um, good friends... Uh, Jeff and Andy were in that area, or are in that area still? Yeah, they got there the week after we left. I mean, they might have no. been there on Monday when we were around, but we weren't in that exact locale. Too bad. Well, they have teenagers now? Their kids got to be old. Ah, uh, yes. Their elder child is a teenager. The younger child might be a teenager. Tween. Hmm. He is 12 or 13, depending on his oh. when his birthday is, I believe. Gotcha. All right. Good stuff. Todd, it's been a minute. A it lot's has. been happening in the world. So much. Um, so much. So much has been happening. Um, let's talk about it. Where do you want to start? You start by testing your mute button. Is that what that was? Because it worked. <laughs> it, was a, it worked. Good. Fantastic. Um, Where do you want to start? Uh, you tell me what's what's cracking. 
What's popping? This is helpful. I'm looking at. Um, oh, d- I, wait, just really quickly. Yeah. I, wanted, okay. I don't know if you saw. We got some uh, some negative reader mail. I did. I did see that. Did you? Did you want to comment? I mean, that would be part of a larger sibling dribbling section that I assume we'll do at some point tonight. So I don't want to comment on it directly. But yeah, we can address it when we get there. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. What were you going to say? Unless you, unless you want to go there now. I, I don't care. What were you going to talk about? NBA draft. The Which NBA is what the comment was about. Or... Yeah. Draft. Start with the draft, then we move to trade deadline. Then we can bounce around like an NBA spalling basketball. Do you want to talk basketball. NBA stuff, or do you want to talk something else? Did you have something else, or are you only nba NBA is just what's on my mind first. I mean, I can talk other stuff. For example, today was the day I got my HVAC replaced. Ooh, that's not cheap. AC unit. Whatever the hell the thing is that does the AC unit on the inside, the cooling coil. And furnace. Boom. New car. That's a five-digit chore right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. I will admit, though, I've paid, as we've talked about on this podcast, a lot of money for things before. Two years ago, I paid to have someone dig in my basement. Excuse me, let me start over. I paid nearly $6,000 to have someone dig a trench in my basement so that the shit that I put down the kitchen sink will continue to go all the way to the street. Thanks a lot, world. That was a pain in the dick. So I've been through that kind of hurt. They were here for maybe two and a half hours doing that. A couple guys <laughs> two and a half hours to go <laughs> blow up the concrete, replace the pipe, put the concrete back. See you later. Gone by lunch. They were sitting at Wendy's at 1130 enjoying their number two combo. The two dudes today that did the AC and the coil and the heater and the thermostat. I'll throw that in. Oh, they got new thermostat. Yeah, they got here. Dial anymore. It's digital. Correct. It was not. it, It wasn't. It wasn't a dial before, but it is digital now. And yes, there's connectivity in multiple ways, but they got here a little before nine. They told me eight, so I was getting a little worried. So was my wife. Um, (laughs) But as soon as she got, as soon as the wife got back from dropping off the kid at daycare, they pulled in right behind her. Um, And they left a little after five. Like they were here all fucking day. And sure. I was in my office. They were in the basement or outside. So they could have fucked off. They could have smoked weed. They could have eaten a sandwich for a half hour. I don't know. But I, they, the, the van never left the driveway. Wait, they were wait, here wait, wait, the whole time. Wait, wait, wait. They, could have, they couldn't have, eat a, they could have eaten a sandwich for a half hour. That's fucking off to you. That sounds like a lunch break to me. I'm saying they could have done that. But to the best of my knowledge... Between the two of them, I always saw them either running out the garage to go gotcha. some, go get some of the truck or whatever. They were huffing all day. They never Not came to me and said, hey, we're going to go pick up a burger or whatever. Like, the, again, the truck never left. They never left. They were always here. Um, and I didn't see any wrappers or anything in the basement after they left. So, yeah, DoorDash. Uh, 
popped up at your front door? No, no. Nobody knocked on the door with some, some grub in the hub. So in that way, I, I again, this was far more expensive than my trench in the basement. But in that way, I was like, all right, at least it was a full, like two guys, full day's work. Seemed like they were doing some the whole time. A lot of banging, a lot of rear, you know, power tools. <laughs> so All that sort of stuff. <laughs> Was this an unexpected HVAC surprise? About 10 days, not this past weekend, but weekend before, I was actually sitting in this chair here in Studio A doing a Scott Speaks episode because you and I couldn't coordinate and Jamie and I couldn't coordinate to do a show. So I was doing Scott Speaks. And the whole time I did the show, which was like 40 minutes, the whole time I did the recording, my I felt the fan, which is just to my right here, about six feet away, blowing. The whole time. It never stopped. It never turned off. I, it wasn't really that hot that night. But I wasn't... But I, but I, I, I sensed and I knew that it had run the whole time. And so I finished. I edited. It was still blowing. It blew for like an hour straight. And so I went up and <coughs> checked the thermostat. And Is that a problem? Sure. Blowing for an hour straight? It's just unusual and unnecessary. I don't have my fan on. My fan's on auto. It turns on when it's blowing air conditioner, and then it turns off. So, so I checked it, and the house temperature was still one degree above where the thermostat was set. I was like, all right. So the next day it was like 90, and I knew something was going to be up. I'd find out either way if it was working. And long story short, um, it was not. I went out. Well, it just... By the time we woke up the next morning, it just wasn't on at all. It never turned on all day. I was like, that's not good. So I went out and checked it. And I, well, I turned the thermostat way down, thinking that would kick it in, if, even though it was like 80 in the house. Went out to the outdoor unit. It was not on. On my way back in, I noticed, oh, let me, because I passed right by my breaker box. I was like, let me check the breaker. Maybe that's the problem. And it was, there's on, there's off, and there's like a midway, which means it's been tripped. So I was like, oh, cool. I felt like I I felt a success for a moment. I was like, oh, it just blew a fuse or the circuit, whatever. Let me turn it back on. I turned it on. I heard the unit kick on for like a second. Then it tripped the breaker again. I was like, that's not fucking good. So then I called a guy. He came out, I want to say the next day on Monday. He's a guy I've used for other HVAC stuff in the past. And he can, he's like a solo practitioner guy. He does, you know. It's like the company name is his name. You know, he's one of Bobby's these Bobby's AC? Pretty much, pretty much. Doesn't have yeah, a wrap on his on his truck, you know, has a truck, doesn't have a van, that sort of thing. So, um, <laughs> Oh, not even a van. Wow. That's not even a van. HVAC field. It really is because they got some heavy, big shit that they have to work with. So he comes out and he goes up to it, kneels down, takes off the cover. He's like, oh, you're screwed. <laughs> is there a like said? Yeah, I was like, Andy, I was like, Andy's his name. I was like, that's not what I wanted to hear. And he, he's like, yeah, your compressor blew. And of course, walking through the house, walking to the backyard, I told him what had happened and all the details. He was like, yeah. He's like, you're going to need a whole new unit, which of course is the last thing you want to hear. <laughs> the last thing. And mind you, again, I told you Sunday was in the 90s. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of that week, this was last week now, were the three hottest days of the year. So far, they are still the three hottest days of the year. And they were the first three days that our AC was not working. And um, so 
Yeah, he was like, we went down to the basement and kind of looked at some stuff, and he pointed out all these other issues that we'd had with the, the inside the house stuff. He's like, yeah, you're going to need a new thing and a new coil. And I was like, so what are, what are we talking about here? He's like, it's several thousand dollars. I was like, all right. I said, well, get me a, you know, put a quote together for me. And he said, look, he even said, he's a pretty honest guy. I like, he, I like him. He's a good guy. I felt bad that I didn't go with him with another company. But he was like, look, man, get a quote from somebody else. He's like, I'll beat it. I'll always beat it. I was like, all right. So I set up this other company to come out. <laughs> Except for this time. The next day, and this guy did a full walkthrough. Of course, he'd never been here before. And, you know, agreed. Yeah, the outdoor unit screwed, came inside. And he was like, oh. He's like, in addition to your coil being very leaky. And my, my AC unit was 30 years old, right? He's like, in addition to that, he's like, so I don't know how it is in your house, but it, the AC and furnace are stacked. So the furnace is on the bottom. The AC coil sits on top of it. And he's like, in addition to that, he's like, your AC has been leaking into your furnace. My furnace is 25 years old. He's like, he's like, we can just do the AC. But then in a couple of years, you're going to have to replace the furnace when it goes out. And, you know, it's, he's like, it's not going to cost you more, but it's, it's that much more difficult. And he's like, it's better to have them in sync and all this sort of, I mean, he's a professional salesman. That's what the people yeah. that do the quotes are. And I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And I had had an issue just this past winter with my furnace where it, it turned off a couple times for no fucking reason. Yeah, and the Andy guy came out. Yeah, it's gas. <clears throat> so, honestly, I don't know if the new one's gas or not. I didn't look at it. But anyway, um, I think it still is. But anyway, it must Probably be because be. the same line. Yeah, they yeah, use the same line. Wouldn't, wouldn't be all the heat in Denver. Yeah, fair point. So, anyway, so over the course of two hours, this guy came at 745 like nine days ago in the morning, and he didn't leave until just before 10. I skipped several meetings that I had that morning. Um, he went from, I, all I thought he was going to do was come out and give me a quote to I was signing away a car payment, like getting financing, 12 months, no interest to pay wait, for wait, this Wait, wait, you didn't even call shit. Andy to see if he could beat it? Well, Andy said he was going to get me a quote that afternoon, and like three days later, he sent me the quote. But his was just for the AC and the coil. So that was a different. This guy was quoting me to strip the whole thing and just yeah, redo yeah. the whole thing. Just. And I was like, yeah, it makes it makes sense. Like, I mean, the house is over 50 years old. This this was obviously not the original, but it was put in pretty close. In the early 90s or whatever. So um so yeah, I went with these guys. And at first he was like, "All right, we'll schedule you for next Tuesday." This was on a Tuesday. He was like, "We'll schedule you for next Tuesday." And I was like, fuck. And I was like, can I talk to my wife about it? We went up. She was like, of course, she was livid, you know, because it was super hot. Her office is upstairs. Like, I get it. She definitely had to deal with the heat a little more than I did. And we were worried about the kids (laughs) sleeping, like napping. Like, we ended up having to put a couple poor Blasey units in the kids' room, like, in between napping and sleeping to keep it cool enough. A couple? Well, we have, like, a stand-up, like, just rotating fan. doesn't really do shit. And then we have our portable AC unit. Oh, you can pour in the water. That's not a couple AC units. Well, whatever. Fan on high, like, you know, everything we yeah, do, yeah. close anyway, the blinds. Anyway. anyway, so then I came back and I, he was like, he's like, all right, Tuesday. And I thought about it and I was like, 
isn't Tuesday, July 4th? I was like, if you guys will work July 4th, that's fine. Like, I don't give a fuck, but I'm, I'm imagining your team doesn't want to work. And he's like, oh, yeah, good point. So we called headquarters. How about Wednesday? We were like, all right, Wednesday, we locked in. And then a couple hours later, I thought about it, and I was like, you know, Isla goes to daycare on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I was like, I don't want these guys here when Isla's here because she needs to nap for a couple hours in the middle of the day. And if these guys are literally knocking 10 downstairs, that's going to fuck her, you know, whatever. So I called him back. And I was like, can we push it to Thursday? So now Tuesday, June 27th, whatever that was, we're now scheduling for July 6th, knowing we got the hottest days ahead. It was just a whole ordeal. It was it was mental Wait, fuckery so it was for a while. installed today? It was installed today. Yeah. Today, July sixth. Any faster? Man. Well, the, the, you know, handy. it's summertime. Motherfucker, don't don't give me buyer's remorse already. I'm just kidding. Because he eventually did get me the quote. Obviously, it was for a different unit, and it was again just the unit and the coil. And I'm sure we've done a fine job, but like he's again, he's just one guy. All the prices were so fucking insane. Like, my mind was, like, immediately, as soon as I signed the thing, I was like, what am I doing? Oh, my God. I haven't had a payment for anything except for my mortgage in 15 years. Like, I I I don't have car payment, all that sort of stuff. So I'm probably going to pay it off. good for you. I've already got some ideas on how I'm going to, like, if I get a bonus, I'm put every dollar into it. Like, just get this shit away. I want to be done with it. So... Because I hate having, I hate owing people money. Except again, except for the mortgage, that's the reality. So anyway, that was my day. Bunch of ten knocking, going on, and uh, yeah, but it it works nice. It sounds different. I have to get used to that. Like when it turns on, it's only turned. Today was not that bad either. It was like in the seventies and kind of kind of overcast. So it's only turned on a couple oh, times. You didn't even need it today. No, but I'll need it this weekend. But only turned on a couple of times uh, since the guys left. No, and um, it's on for like 30 seconds and then it turns off. Like it's so much more efficient. My other one, like you could hear it turn on, it would warm up, it would blast mildly cool air for 18 minutes, and then it would shut off and shut down. This one's like, so I kind of like that factor of it. But anyway. How's your HVAC working? How's it feel where you are now? I know it's hot outside. That's uh, no, good inside. Our HVAC is, we got during the pandemic, it's a couple of years old, I think. It's in good shape, hopefully. You got the whole thing? We got just, we got a new air conditioner slash heat pump because we also have oil heat that... Mm. That was not replaced. Because in Maryland in the winter, the electric like heat pump can't heat the house enough if it gets below like, I mean, it kicks on, the oil heat kicks on at like 40 degrees, so it basically runs all winter. But that is toasty warm. That's the expensive pump, shit though, isn't it? Oil? It's not cheap. Nope. It's like six hundred dollars a tank or something to fill it up. Like you don't pay the bills. You don't know. Yeah. It's just money. Once or twice a season. Yeah. Hmm. I think. You have no idea. 
<clears throat> I mean, it's I, I don't I doubt my wife even knows. They come out they they come out when they think you're low and they fill it up and then they just send you. Is it oil. run by like the power company or whatever the oil company? No, we have we have an oil tank next to our garage and you have like an oil company and they just come out like they know the last time they filled it up and they know about how much you use so they come out or if they know it's going to be like a big winter storm or going to be cold they come out and mm. check it they don't want you to get below like a quarter tank sort of like your car because you don't want to run out of that oil heat because then you're effed hang on topic switch immediately are you telling me when you get down to a quarter tank in your car you fill it up i call bullshit no on but i'm saying just generally that's what responsible people do I don't think I've ever done that in my life. Ever. Yeah, you wait till it gets to E or or the Below red e. light is like you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna die if you try to drive anymore. When I hear the car start to sputter, then I know it's time to get gas. My uh, but I get gas like I don't know, once a month. Until daycare I used to go every I used to go once a quarter. I mean I drive very infrequently. The new car is a bit of a gas burner, but <coughs> the beast. Yeah. Hmm. Third row. Yeah. Third row sucks up a lot of gas. Apparently. All right, Todd. You talk about something. I gotta finish eating. Uh, let's see. How was your Fourth of July? Oh, you're finishing eating. We uh. Oh, idiot. We <laughs> we uh. Todd, talk about something. Are... Let me ask him a question. Well, no, shut up for a second. Fireworks are legal in South Carolina, so we went yes, to the fireworks are. store and purchased some fireworks. Uh, the guy, it's a, it's a, the building is there year round, but I was telling my wife, I was like, I don't know, maybe they sell for like Labor Day and obviously New Year's, but this is, mm-hmm. I mean, we went on the Fourth of July, so it was pretty busy. The guy next to us spent $400 on fireworks. I was like, God damn. We that spent, feels light nowadays. We spent considerably less. We spent like 70 but we had a lot of junk fireworks. Mm. Um, but yeah, sparklers. we lit off a bunch off. Yeah, we had too many sparklers, but a lot of like little... Honestly, they were like big fireworks if you like lit them off on the ground. Like yeah. They looked like much smaller versions of big fireworks. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, and we had a few rockets, and then we had this. The big thing we got it was like twenty bucks. It was called like a. It was basically like a patriotic Roman candle. It said it had like two hundred and eighty-eight shots. That thing Whoa. shot for what seemed like twenty minutes. It's just like pew pew pew. The, the widowmaker is that what it was called? <laughs> um, and <clears throat> then in the in the neighborhood, there's like a pond across from my in-laws' house. And there's like a little embankment that you can walk along. I think you've been on it before. There's Many some people times. there that, that basically were shooting. They must have spent like $1,000 because they were basically shooting like, I would say, professional grade fireworks <laughs> off of that thing for like hours. I mean, they weren't efficient. They they would like light one, shoot yeah. those huge, massive 90 seconds, yeah. and then like walk back, get another one. I'm like, you, you can't line these up a little bit like... Where's the, where's the showmanship, guys? Like, I did that. I had, like, five of my rockets that sort of went up and did a little pew. I had ten of those rockets, but I I launched, like, five of them while I was doing that big 
288 shot Roman candle thing. So there's some that was your big finale stuff going on. One of the one of our rockets like that. Uh, I had stuck them in the ground, but when I lit them, they weren't getting out of the ground. They were just sort of like shooting flames and then shooting sparks into the ground. Yeah. So I we got like a a flower pot that had some dirt in it. And I was just resting them against that and shooting it. Now that worked much better. But one of the ones when I had previously stuck it in the grass had broken the little uh, wooden stick oh that boy. used to hold it off the ground. So it shot it shot in a much more horizontal direction toward their neighbor's house. It basically blew up in a bush across the street. It just went... So what did you put the burning bush out with? Water? Uh, nothing. Baking I, soda? I, just, I assume that trash was just in their bush, but it's a good uh, pod title. Um, I assume that trash was in their bush. Don't don't make that the podcast title. Oh, speaking of which, have you been watching uh, Righteous Gemstones? Have you caught up on that show? Man, episode four was filthy. Jesus. I watched this week's episode today. <laughs> Was today was it was this week's episode four or was last week's? Uh, I, I think I'm caught up. I think there's only been four episodes. It was the one there were two where, the uh, first night. Yeah, I think it was Judy's lover like talks to BJ and plays pickleball with him. Yes, the <laughs> map the of Hawaii comment, today? and that's the yeah. one I watched today. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the so last wet one she's dripping or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the most recent one. I was like, dear God. It was very filthy, yes. And then the previews for the next week, I was like, oh, they're going to do the backstory about how they became filthy speakers. Oh, yeah. And it's funny. The, it's funny because it's them as a kid. Yeah, them as kids. It's funny that, uh, that this is the one that was so filthy because, um, oh, my God. What's, Danny what's the main character? Danny McBride's character's name. He was... He joined the Pistol and Cape Club or whatever. And then he was talking as he does. Slapped the, for the white gloves. <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. I assume that's going to come back for some. Oh, some yeah, it has to. Because that was a fair. That's a, the whole thing. They're good weird, about but the, <laughs> Yeah, they're good about they, bringing yeah, they, things back. They usually circle things back. Yeah, this season's been not to completely change topics away from fireworks, but why not? This season has been uh, has been quite quite entertaining. I must yeah, admit. I I mean I always love the show, but it's, <clears throat> it's definitely good. I I can't wait to see where Steve Zahn's character goes to. The fucking suits that they put on BJ are <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna, just I thought all you were the wardrobe. Say, uh, the baby, the Prada. Baby well, that's we can get to baby <laughs> Billy in a second too, but the suits they put on BJ. Like Baby the, Billy's Bible Bonkers is the best game Baby shit. Billy's Bible Bonkers. I, I love the way he says it, too. I love that guy. That rolled around in his mouth a little bit. That guy's whole character is just fucking fantastic. Um, <laughs> and now he has the hologram of their mother, which is... I, I don't know. The whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. But, um, but yeah, BJ's suits. I think it was what, what he wore to church on, on this week's episode. Yeah, yeah. Like the tie, it's it's like he had these these medallions sitting on top of the the knot, the tie knot. It's just so outlandish, and uh, I don't know his character. His character cracks me up. He's one of my favorite characters of the second, like the second tier 
Did you did you notice that he and Judy have a, a nude photo of themselves above their fireplace? There was a big or painting. Yeah, there was a there was a big still of it on this week's episode. Yeah, I don't know why. Like they were a couple times. Yeah, they panned across it. I was like, wow, but I did notice it. Graphic that I need to see for the two of them. I did notice it when they earlier in this season, a few episodes ago, they there was a scene. I can't remember what happened in the scene, but it was shot inside their house. And I'm like, oh my god, this house is so gaudy and just. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of the point of the show. Almost everything's unnecessary, but yeah, um, yeah, their whole story is just that's fucking funny. I really like I, I, I like both of those characters, and the guy they got to play Stephen or whatever the <clears throat> the love interest is just perfect casting. Like he just looks like a douchebag who would be a guitarist, yeah, in a, in a, or a road with a traveling guy. yeah with a traveling gospel act or whatever. Just the the highlights in his hair and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, a lot of Marlboros. Smoked by that guy. Yes. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Winston's Marlboro's. I don't know. Um, But yeah, man, this season, I don't know what, it's weird. There's always like some nefarious undercurrent every season. I don't know what it's going to be this year. I mean, it's clearly going to be something with the Steve Zahn sect or whatever and the the gemstones, but they haven't really mapped out what exactly that conflict is. I mean, they they have sort of hinted at the suns, but... Yeah, yeah, but I've yeah I, I agree. I feel like the sort of overall plot arc was a little clearer, or it seemed clearer earlier in the past seasons. But I'm fine fine to yeah. go along for the ride. the The key fire dancing scene is also hilarious. Just like I love how they take something like that, which is so stupid, and they're like, "We're just gonna do like five minutes of this in super slow mo and like." really make it super weird yeah and the youngest brother or whatever is just like like his biggest fan oh the fire <laughs> dancing yeah Keeve is another one of my favorite secondary characters yeah all the characters on that show are good yeah I know I can't think of a bad one honestly but just some of them have so few lines and such a big actual True. impact but when they're on the screen, it's like this guy's stealing the show, for sure. Um, but yeah, I did watch that today because I, I figured you were going to ask about that since we haven't talked about it since it since it started this year. Um, but yeah, maybe Billy. Maybe Bill is Bible bonkers. Maybe Bill is Bible bonkers. What do you mean you're not going to take it up? It's a great idea. That guy's just fucking, he's like 50, but he plays a 70-year-old evangelist so well. Like, even as the mannerisms yeah, could, of, like, limping. 35 or 80, and you're like, yeah. yep, that seems seems real. Yeah. I just like that that character keeps sticking around. Too funny to not somehow weave into the story every season, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, so four episodes in. I think it might be five. I'm just doing the math in my head. One, two, three. Yeah, that was episode four, I'm pretty sure. Four. Yeah, I guess it was. That's Walton Goggins playing Baby Bill. Walton Goggins, yeah. I couldn't it was remember Goggins. his name, so I looked it up. Couldn't remember his first name, but yeah, Walton Goggins. Brilliant. Also brilliant vice principals. 
He just plays very like unique. Yeah, yeah. Complex asshole, characters. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very um, complicated characters, should I say? Show well on the outside, but have deep rooted issues, shall we say, <clears throat> on the inside. So. Um. Anyway. What else were we talking about? Oh. So, let's go back to fireworks for just a second. I know you were in Studio that, that C. That was episode four. Just it was four. Okay. Things. I know you were in Studio. You're still in. You're in Studio C right now, uh, for the holiday. But if you were home, and if you didn't live in the fucking woods, what would you? What would your rules for decorum be? On shooting off fireworks, like the timing of it. Do you shoot them like you know where I live? Do you do you try to find a, a public place like I don't know the school fucking eighty yards from my house? Like what yeah, what I would mean, be I'd try to be done your by, thoughts on that? I don't know what time the sun sets there. Maybe you're you're probably about the sun same. sun sets to like eight forty five nine o'clock. You're probably about the same like longitude as Maryland. Anyway, Similar. but here it's like we didn't really start setting them off till nine-ish because it like the sunset but it was still twilight for a while anyway i mean i would say you should be done by 10 30 or 11 you should start at dusk or whatever as soon as it's dark okay. out and if you're doing home fireworks they're probably not going to take more than an hour i wouldn't think but i'm guessing people like uh, you wouldn't think enjoy pre-partying and doing a little uh Razzle dazzle with their fireworks until the wee hours of the morning. Look, man, I don't even mind them going off at seven fifteen, seven thirty. I don't know why you do that, but I get it. You can still see. Yeah, the early is weird to me because I'm like, it's still light outside. What? How is this fun? The issue I had. We live in a cul-de-sac, as you know. There's a cul-de-sac behind us. The house behind us is also a cul-de-sac. You mentioned a guy spending $400. I wouldn't be surprised if the people in the cul-de-sac behind us spent $1,400. <laughs> and they were, sh- and you talked about the, the gap in time, which is very relevant too. If you do a professional show where something's going off all the time, cool, great. You're done in 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. No, this was shot 90 seconds to three minutes. Shot 90 seconds, three minutes. These fucking assholes, again, started before the sunset. And they didn't finish the show until after 11. And then, and by the way, you could hear others in, at various distances as well. And then, so Jamie going to sleep. Thankfully, none of this woke up my daughter. She sleeps like my wife. Just once she's out, you know, the house <laughs> can catch fire and still going to sleep through it. Oh, it's nice and warm in here. Um but <clears throat> I fell asleep on the couch, as I often do, and I was awoken a little after 1 a.m., and I, at that time, went up and went to bed by a fucking firework going off. So, wow. I don't know if they weren't going off in between or whatever, but a little after 1, it went off, and then I went up to bed, and I laid in bed, and before I fell asleep, I heard a couple more, again, a little more of a distance away, but... Like, 
it, I, I just don't understand, unless you're just a, an asshole teenager, which I'm sure is what it was. I just don't understand why you would ever think that's okay in a neighborhood at one in the morning. And by the way, we haven't talked about this. I've talked about this with coworkers and other people and other people have agreed that they're experiencing the same thing. People have been shooting off fireworks for two weeks. Yeah, like the, the early and late is annoying. Late June, this started. I have to say it hasn't been too bad here. Like there were some, I think the day before, but I didn't hear any yesterday or anything. Well, yeah, I, I didn't hear any yesterday. I actually heard a couple pop tonight when I was running, which was odd, but could have been gunshots. I don't know. But um, the crazy part here is they're not legal. But the cops don't do shit. I actually looked on Nextdoor because July 4th and New Year's Eve is the best time to go to Nextdoor and <laughs> just peruse. It's time for Nextdoor. Yeah. And it's people saying, fuck fireworks, and people saying, fuck you, that say, fuck fireworks. Let freedom ring. God bless America. All sorts of um, But the Aurora PD put up a flyer, like an official memo that they had sent out that said, Please don't dial 911 if your neighbors are shooting fireworks. That is not an emergency. Please leave that line open for actual emergencies. Also, it said you can call Aurora PD, but unless there is unless I think it said unless the fireworks are like actually harming you, your property or whatever, we are not likely to send someone out. Yeah. So basically you're setting your house on fire. Unless you call them 9 times Keep over, they're not going to come. Yeah. So the, the blessing and the curse is that on the night of July 4th, it actually rained for like 20 minutes around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And I was like, oh, great. This will stop them. It did stop them for 20 or 30 minutes. But now <laughs> everything's wet. Just push the so timeline back. If anyone had any fear about it being, you know, setting fires because the ground was dry or the roofs were dry. Nope. No problem. Not going to slow them down anymore. So I don't know, man. It's, it's really annoying, and it's just annoying that no one does anything about it. And then again, in this neighborhood, no one cares. And I mentioned the municipal areas. Like, again, we have a, a school not that far away. We have a high school less than a mile away. We have a park across from the high school. If you want to go to you those places. the street from the school? That's what I said. That's the first thing I said, less than 80 yards said away. not that far away, but yeah. Not that far away. 80 yards away. Why wouldn't you just do it in the schoolyard? <clears throat> I wish they would. I wish they had. Then it wouldn't be literally popping over my goddamn house. It would at least be six, seven houses away. I don't know. As I get older, I become that get off my lawn guy, but get it's it's fucking lawn. annoying. By the way, this has nothing to do with my child because, again, she was able to sleep. It's just my dog is terrified. Like she hangs out in the bathroom. She still is hiding in the bathroom every night. Because she's expecting fireworks to be popping off again. We have to like coax her out just to come lay with us on the couch and watch TV or whatever. Um, and it's just fucking annoying, man. And then again, you you know, as you get to like yeah. 9, 30, 10, 10, 30, you ease into this comfort level. And instead of 90 seconds, three minutes, maybe it's seven, eight minutes. And then again, another one goes off and it starts fucking freaking me out. Not that I'm scared of it, but it's just, yeah, you know, jumpstart by heart sort of thing. Too old for that. They might You're stop taking an old man. Dear you know what I'm saying? God. You just live in the middle of a fucking forest, so you don't have to worry about this. If you were actually oh home God. during the holidays, do they? Do, do people? Is it uh, legal in Maryland? Fireworks? I'm sure. I'm sure it's not. I don't know, but 
I would. You guys are normally home on New Year's Eve. Do you hear it around New Year's Eve? Nah. See? This is why you yeah, don't, don't care. <clears throat> I don't really have to deal with it that I mean, we had to deal with it in Portland. It's not that big a deal. Was it legal in Portland? But I can also sleep through anything, so it doesn't bother me. You famously slept through Hurricane Hugo. So yes, True. I recall. Uh, only gold label sparklers, novelty items, i.e. party poppers, snap pops, and snakes. Whatever that means. And ground-based sparkler devices are permitted Same thing here. in the state of Maryland. Yeah, the law here is it can't go more than, it can't it can't leave the ground more than six feet. Yeah. Yet hundreds of thousands of those were shot off within five miles of my house on July fourth. So just start fucking arresting people is what I feel like I would say to the Aurora PD if they actually listen to me. Um all right, that's all I'd say about fireworks. But speaking of Portland, I assume you saw this, maybe you didn't. Did you see that they voted that uh, they in New Jersey were the only two states left with the mandatory full-service gas, and they voted against that? So you can now actually pump your own gas in Oregon? Yeah, well, like half the pumps can now be self-serve. Right. So you can do it, is my point. What are your thoughts? Um. <clears throat> I mean, I was bummed because that is one of my favorite features of Oregon is that you can't pump your own gas. But if it's still half full service, then you don't have to. And they can't, I think there's a law that they can't charge more for full service right. than self-service. So That was part of it. Apparently they, I guess a few years ago, made it so that like rural areas you could do self-service and like after a certain time which makes sense sure. if you if you're rolling up at like two in the morning pumping your own gas or whatever makes sense yeah for someone like yeah, me who let your car get that low it's a bummer that it's not all full serve that's the laziest response to that question i could have possibly anticipated you giving <laughs> what do you mean it's a bummer. I thought you'd be like, yeah, it's great. You know, people actually get out and enjoy the nice weather of Portland. Nah, fuck that. I, <clears throat> I mean, the nice weather in the summertime, sure. But most of the time it's rainy. It's nice. You don't have to get out of your car. You just give your person, give the person your card and you sit in their heater on and they pump your gas. Give your person your card. That's adorable. <laughs> Here, my person. <laughs> $20 unleaded, please. Wait, do you? Do you put in a certain amount? You don't fill it up? Uh, both. I do fill it up, but I only stop it on some sort of like round denomination of a quarter. Seriously? So, yeah. You are straight up weirdo. Not arguing that point. <laughs> Accurate. <clears throat> do you still I write tried. down how much, like your mileage? I do. kind of crap? Yes. For what purpose? Just because you're a weirdo? At this point, I don't know. I'm just going to do it till I die. <laughs> I mean, it was. I've never used it for any purpose. I at least had a reason, I thought. I don't know. Dad did it when we were a kid, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. 
I like having a little book, keep records and stuff. That's pretty cool, knowing knowing yeah. how much I paid for gas. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, we paid two dollars eighty cents for gas. Whoa, here in North Car- oh in South Carolina, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. What what's it in Maryland? Four, up to four. No, it's usually like three thirty ish. Is what I remember. Mm. I don't ever pay attention to what it costs, but I feel yeah, like we know about what it is. It's kind of a joke. You don't know what anything costs. You don't pay any bills. You might not even know how much money you make, <laughs> uh, like in your job. That wouldn't shock me at all. I know I have a range that I could put you in. I don't know exactly what I make. <laughs> that can't be true. Do you know your you don't actual know what you, salary? You don't know... Of course I know my salary. I mean, it varies because I have bonus opportunities, but I know my salary. You don't know your fucking salary? Oh, my God. I, mean, I could probably get if it you did, 10, 10 grand. If you didn't know what your biweekly paycheck was to the dollar, that I would understand. I definitely but, don't know that. Uh, of course not. Why would you? Uh, anyway, all right, this is this conversation is disgusting. I mean, I, Let's. Well, I we yes. get annual raises like cost of living we sure. just got one and i think i know what my new number is but i'm not entirely sure that's even worse by the way if it if you just got a raise and i assume some sort of performance review you should absolutely know what the number is mine happened six months ago so if i kind of lost sight of it that would at least be reasonable For those that can't see, which is everyone listening to this, Todd's looking on his phone to figure out how much money he makes. This is the state of affairs that we've fallen into in this world. Ah, jeez. All right, before we go to sibling dribblings, which is happening momentarily, let's talk about um, the Braid show. You're going to see Braid in a couple weeks. Yeah. And is it Lancaster or Lancaster? It's like a week. Oh, okay. Lancaster, PA. I think it's Lancaster. Okay, Lancaster. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been to the venue? What's the sitch? No, no. Do you have tickets? The the town. Yes, I have a ticket. (laughs) Is this an Amish town? I feel like Lancaster's an Amish town. Or Lancaster. It's it's in Amish country. Okay. It's it's a city. city City-ish. Okay. But you've never been to the venue. Do you have tickets? They're asking you did. Yes, I have ticket. Ticket. So you're going alone. Yes. At what point are you going to try to take one of your kids to one of these shows? Or any show for that matter. That's your Never. music and not their music. Never? Okay. They might enjoy it. Yeah, it's true. They might. Todd's I'm still on the Wells see. Fargo app I'm look- trying to figure no, out which money see he makes. if I have my... No, I don't know how much I make, but I'm looking to see if I have my e-ticket in here. I have a ticket for botch, but I don't have my braid ticket in here. Oh, so you have the, 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 the summer concert series with Todd. Well, that's not until November, but yeah. Oh, okay. Where is botch playing? In Baltimore. Oh, nice. Shame we can't do the summer concert series. I do have my ticket here somewhere. 
I assume it's GA. Yes. I also assume <laughs> that. Oh, it's a week assigned from today. Oh, okay. Nice. How much was the ticket, if I can ask? I know how much mine uh, will be I out here. it was like 25 or 30 bucks, but I don't really remember. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. Small PA town price versus big Mountain West city out here. Is it a theater? Like, what's what's the name of the place? Is it an amphitheater? Uh, Is it a club? It's called Telus 360. I have no idea what that means. Sounds like a club. Yeah, a rock and roll venue. Club. I have no idea. Yeah. It's the the fact that they're playing in Lancaster, Pennsylvania is really fucking weird to me. I agree. To be honest, with I you. saw the all the cities and I was like, okay, that doesn't it's make the a lot of second sense. show I think on the tour. <clears throat> well, they hail from Chicago. I think that's yeah. where they're closing. Yeah, probably. I'm very curious. What they they posted to like Instagram or Twitter or something this same thing, but I'm 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 gonna be very curious what the set list looks like. What are you hoping for? Just frame and canvas, frame and canvas from uh, front to back. Mm, I prefer not that. I'd rather hear the other two album stuff. I mean, that Age of Octane or a mix. No, Frankie Welfare Boy is what I'd really like. Oh, uh, Frankie Welfare. Eh, bad chance. <clears throat> I bet they'll play Hugs from Boys. I mean, I'm not, I'm, again, they might play a track or two, but I I imagine the yeah, majority of them will be gonna from play all the more songs. recent. I mean, they may play... Um, mm-hmm. uh, sorry. They may play... Focus done. Yeah. The whole album front to back. Sorry, I'm trying to get my ticket for this. So you're not sure that you have it. Now you're questioning yourself. No, I do have it, but like I tried to log into t- Ticketmaster and it's like, we don't know who you are. Oh. Like, oh well. God, you suck. I feel like That's some of these sites, I change my password every time I do it and I save my password. And it still doesn't. Oh, okay. I was like, that'd be rough. You were changing it all the time. You'd never remember that. I wouldn't remember no, I don't, it. I don't sure. remember it. My phone remembers it. Mm. Not if you got to make a new one, motherfucker. Yeah, it saves it. That's the whole point. I know. I'm kidding. All right, we'll wait. It's fine. What are you asking? It's good me? listening. Uh, I'm asking you anything. What, are you going to see them? And Are they coming to Denver? Yes, they are. And I am, yes. It's towards the end. It's. Are you going with anyone? No. See? I don't know who would go. That's how I felt. I don't really know people here, but... Um, uh, there's a guy that I worked with when I worked at my last company who was into like punk music and I took him to see Jawbox but he like was not a huge fan mm-hmm. he was like kind of into it I don't know it was weird going with somebody who's like doesn't really know the songs that well I mean I saw shit who was it 
I saw The Promise Ring. This was like 10 years ago in Nashville. I was in Nashville for a work conference. And one of my attorneys that I work with or whatever said, hey, Promise Ring's playing. You want to go, you know, get you, get your ticket or whatever. And a couple other people that he invited. And like, it was okay. I'm not a huge Promise Ring fan. So I know what you're talking about. Like to go to a show, and I'm friends with this guy. I didn't know the other people. It was just kind of a weird scene. Like I didn't know any of the songs really, maybe one or two that were kind of their bigger hits. I wasn't really into it. I was tired. I didn't want to be there. But now you're there with someone. So there's definitely an obligation of staying as long as they want to stay. And like he was really into it. So I felt like I couldn't leave. It's kind of a bad, a bad situation. Is that how you think your friend felt? He couldn't leave. Uh, no, he could have gone. I don't. I, I mean, we were. I mean, did there. you meet him there, or did you travel? Yeah, together? I met him there. We didn't drive together. Well, that helps. Um, it was in D.C. and he lived in D.C., so I just met him there. But like Ian Mackay was at the show. I was like, oh, that was Ooh. Ian Mackay. He's like, huh? It's like, dude. I mean, I think he knew who. Wait, he what? Was, he, oh, okay. He, he didn't care. You can't say you're into punk and not know who Ian McGuire is. Nah, he knew who he was. Um, oh, okay. I, it says the list price of the ticket was 28 So I'm sure I paid like 42 with all the fees and bullshit yeah. from Ticketmaster. It's probably true. All right, Todd. Let's move along. Final topic of the night. Sip dribs. Do you want... What do you... Oh, you're dribbling. I'm dribbling. I thought you were waving by. I spent too much time with my daughter. Um, <clears throat> do you want to talk draft? Do you want to go right to what the Blazers are doing? You want to talk the Dame for twenty minutes? What do you want to do? Dealer's choice. Eh. Let's start with the Dame, just because I feel like you don't sure. care. So I want you to care. No, I can't. The I fuck's mean, going I care. on? He asked for a do trade. You? And how do you feel about that? Um, I mean, hang on. Let me back up a step. Why do you think he asked for a trade? All he ever talks wanted, about is how he's a man of the city and all this stuff. Yeah, it's a little weird because, like, so it's fine. I get it. Like, he wa- he wanted the Blazers to build a con- contender around him. They couldn't do that. I would say that's it's not really it's not really anyone's fault. Or if if you're gonna blame somebody, it would be the former GM Neil Olshay because he didn't build a didn't do a good job of building a team around Dame earlier. And then there's just a lot of contracts that, like, we've been getting out of. Like, well, a lot of the stuff, like, CJ we got rid of a couple years ago. Not that CJ's not a good player, but, like, he wasn't the piece that we needed next to Dame. And they tried some stuff. They had some injuries. Like, it's it's hard to be a championship-level team. Um, And... But is Dame, it hard to not suck? Well, honestly, like, I think I get why they fired Stotts, but hiring. Uh, I knew you were going to talk about Chauncey. Phillips. He's not he's not a yeah. good coach. I wish they would have fired him when Dame asked for a <coughs> trade request, but they didn't. People do you think like, that's oh, part of why Dame wants to do, leave? He's going to do better with the young guys. No, apparently that was why. Like he had considered why he in 2021, stayed. but he was like, I want to give Chauncey a chance. 
I'm like, well, the roster isn't good enough. It doesn't matter. I don't think he's a good coach. Like, yeah. I think Stotts got a lot more out of the players that he had than Chauncey did. Sure. Anyway, they've been... Phillips. They, they've had some health issues, but, like, if you're that... Like, if you're that fragile or, like, a couple guys getting injured for a while really blows your season, you're not going to be a championship-level team anyway. So I get why he wants out. Part of it is his fault. He makes fucking close to $60 Way too much money. a year. So it's hard to add pieces when you're eating up that much salary. Yep. I think he's worth it, but also, like, you need some... You basically need, like, two guys that are making way too much money and then, a, like... A couple really good guys that are still on the rookie deal, or you're never going to be able to get the the money to work out. And it's only going to get worse. Um, now, now that he's asked out, he's one of my favorite Blazers. He's the best Blazer of all time, I would say. Like, I'm glad you played for us, but we got to get the best trade. I do not think we should trade him to Miami just because he wants to go there. Because the Miami offer sucks. They're going to mm. either have to get a third team involved. What what GM, is the Miami offer, by the way? I, I know Miami's where he wants to go, but I've not seen I've not paid attention right to now. It's basically Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero, Robinson, and like a couple pick swaps and a couple picks. But like the Miami picks suck, they're always like suck. 18s yeah. or 20s. Well, yeah, so they keep not, making to the finals. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's hard not to make a good, good picks. it's not a good return for Dame. So, like, I'm glad that he wants to go and all the stuff that like. First of all, we wouldn't want those players. So they would be moving on, but like they need to get another team yeah. involved that has picks that can, that can, that would might be interested in Tyler Hero. I don't like Ty- Tyler Hero at all. He's definitely not. I mean, you're gonna lose the trade. I, they were saying this on the Simmons podcast, but like, or lose. But if we can get you know some good, we're obviously rebuilding now. So yeah, I I want I'd like to have one or two players with like. Young players with upside and then picks. What, and what's Brooklyn the has a much situation? better trade package. Okay. But uh, and he said Brooklyn was a team that he'd want to go to. But honestly, if he goes to that team, that team's not going to be much better than be in Portland. Him and no, Mikael Bridges a, is not going to light the East on fire. Brooklyn's a fucking house fire. What, um, regardless of the trades, what's the pick situation for Portland over the next five years? Like, do they have a stockpile like they typically do, or they, they just have, have all their the own standard? picks? Um, I think I don't think they have like a ton of picks. I'm sure they have like one or two from other teams. They don't yeah. have a ton like from like they don't have a huge cash. They're not like Oklahoma City okay. or anything, because they've okay. been trading firsts up until this year, basically for like. Yeah, I would say decent players, but haven't gotten to the point where they can like. There's there weren't that many players available. Like, who are we gonna get? Like, I guess the hope would have been that uh, James Harden wants out, and then at the same time, Embiid decides that he's done with Philly, and somehow we could lure him to Portland to play with hmm. uh, Dame. Which it's not real. It's not realistic to be honest with you. No. Like, we don't have the assets no. to get him. Um, because we don't have a huge stash of picks and but like that's what we would need to be like oh yeah they're a contender in the west now sure so we talked so about I, this briefly i don't have direction show. for asking for the trade but yeah. i also don't feel like we 
we owe him whatever he wants. Like we pay, we gave you a contract. Like you're one of the top five <laughs> highest played players in the league. You got your money, or you're getting your money. Top three, whether it's from us yeah. or somebody else. Like we're gonna get the most value back for that money. So good luck. I hope you win a championship somewhere else. I hope it's not Miami, honestly, because I don't like Miami. But so that's what I was starting to ask. Are you? You'll follow Dame and root for Dame, regardless of where he goes, even if it's Miami. But you're still yeah, ride yeah. or die with the Blazers. You want to see the Blazers get sh- get their shit together, regroup, you know, yeah, refill I, the, the gun. And the thing that sucks the most is that we've had these two crappy seasons, and now it's going to be at least another two or three before we're like... So these didn't count as rebuilding be- years because you were actually still trying is what you're saying. Well, I mean, they tanked mostly because of injuries, like not this past year, but the year before. And then this year, it wasn't working. Again, I think that's mostly Chauncey's fault. I feel like we could have at least been a solid play-in team under Stotts because with about the same roster. Talent level, yeah. Chauncey, basically I was reading something today that was like, under Stotts, we had like a top five offense and a terrible defense. And Chauncey's like, I'm going to bring back, I'm going to really focus on D but in doing that the defense wasn't any better and the offense sucked way worse because <laughs> the team was focusing on defense and like the offense just sure. tanked so the team was way worse um, mm. but uh yeah I the I was <clears throat> talking to my friend who I talked to about basketball a lot while we were when the Dame thing came through I was just like I'm not excited about I mean, it is fun to have like young guys that you think could be good, but it also sucks to to win twenty to thirty games a year. Like, I'm not excited about three yeah. years of like a shit team, even if we're gonna get better and I can see progress. I mean, I'll still watch games. It's just like who who looks forward to your team being tenth or twelfth in the in your respective conference? Yeah. Knowing that there's no chance, yeah. Best case, you're making the play-in, and you might make it to the first round, but then whoever you're playing is going to take you down. Yeah. Just the talent I mean, level's too different. I mean, I'll still follow the team. It's just like, you want to be, you want to to fast forward to the point where you're the Warriors that are like making, like they're the young team and unexpectedly win the first round series. I'd be much happier to be at that part of the rebuild than the, the very beginning. Yeah. I mean, everybody, would yeah. be. nobody wants to be watching a suck team. It's just, of course. And I, I do think we have exciting pieces. I think scoot and Shaden sharp are going to be fun. And hopefully we can get another young guy. That's like decent. We'll beat some teams that aren't expecting us to play well, but right. If fluke wins or what you're excited about, that's, it's not that exciting. It's not a season to look forward to, that's for sure. Well, you you got um, John Butler Jr., two-way player. You got Rayon Rupert. You got Scoot in the draft. Rupeo. You got Chris Murray. His What's that? Rupeo. Oh, Rupeo, whatever. <clears throat> you got Chris Murray. You got Ibu Badji, another two-way guy. Uh, Trendon Watford. No, they, they, they uh, got rid of Watford. Oh, did they? I'm oh, they really waved sure him. Why. Right. I'm not really sure why, because he only made like one Nothing. and a half million. 
and he's a yeah. decent like hustle player. Like honestly, he's the kind of guy that the Lakers like when when in Gabriel or whatever. He's better than him. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys signed him last year. I liked Wendy and Gabriel. I know. He, Total I like hustle him too. guy. But you're I'm right. Just saying, I'm saying Watford is better than he is. So like he's he yeah. can be a young like minutes eater for a decent team. I think he'll get comes in for five or six minutes. Yeah, comes in for five or six minutes, gives you everything he has. That's sort where of gets a couple yeah. fouls, gets five or six rebounds, scores yeah. three points or something, and it's like one for two from the line and a bucket underneath. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what Wendy Gabriel is. Um, but yeah, the reason I went through those names is aside from Scoot Henderson, which I know because I saw him get drafted. I ain't heard of none of these motherfuckers. So, not much yeah, going on in terms of movement. Be on the team now, even though he was he was on the trade block pre Dame request. Do you think they're just kind of sitting on their hands and waiting to see? I mean, you kind of have to. Like, if Dame's on the team, you're building a different way than if Dame's not on the team, and you have totally different pieces if Dame's not on the team. You're probably getting six yeah. I mean. Back. Again, I'm not really sure why they waived Watford because that there's no money deal where like 1.5 is <laughs> that's yeah. the difference. That's not putting them under the cap. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, so I don't, and he was like a good, like I said, he played hard and seems like a good dude. So. <coughs> sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Signing Jeremy Grant, I still think is a little weird, but you got to have some vets, I guess. That was a I mean, big number, too, wasn't it? Am I wrong about that? 160 for five years. Pretty big number. I mean, they'll trade for him Jeremy in a year or two, I assume. Yeah, of course. I mean, he was Why would you borderline all-star last year. Whatever. I, I'm i not really sure. I think they signed him and were hoping to like be able to get something else to keep yeah. Dame. Dame had apparently asked out, but they were just sort of doing some kind of moonshot. I mean, they again, they're going to be under the cap. They just have to, you know, meet the sure. salary floor now. Yeah, but um, meet the minimum. I would say, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Why, why they hadn't made any other moves? Are they just waiting to see what happens? Today? I mean, now they're just, I've, you know, I've heard a lot, like, there's no reason to rush. They might keep him, like, the first half of the season. Apparently his agent has told people, like, if he doesn't go to Miami, you're going to have an unhappy player. But I also read that teams basically don't buy that because that's not how Dame is. He's not James Harden. He'll play hard True. for whomever he suits up for. So, like, they're not really buying I see that. that. Yeah. I mean, that might be his preferred destination, but he's – unless he's being held out for, like, minor injury or – because the team is tanking, he's going to play hard. That's just how he is. Which is one of the re- one of the reasons I love him. He's a super high character guy. That's honestly like one of the pieces that I hate that we're losing. Like he's been our team's leader basically his whole career. Of so course, not having that is hard. Yeah. Because yeah, who's going to be the team center. leader? He's, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, and no one else is. I would say no one else has been allowed to be a team leader, but he has like a big personality. So he, he is that alpha dog on the team. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he sets the, the tone and I mean, maybe Scoot seems to have a big personality. Maybe he can do that. But like I was reading an article today about the Blazers and they're like, uh, when they had success from basically like their championship in 77 through the nineties, they had like, there were players that bridged every gap 
And then, like, mm. when the Jailblazers came in, the, the team had been wiped out and there was no culture. So, like, basically we're going to have no culture, which kind of sucks. It's not that they, yeah. you can't build it, but when you have no when you have no veterans that have been there, because, like, Grant hasn't really had a ton of playoff time. Like, people that know no. how to set the tone know and how that to kind win. of stuff. It's hard. It's hard to build that culture. Because yeah. you're, you're building, you're, like, you can build it... F- for yourself, but like you're gonna make mistakes that you just because you don't know what you're doing. Sure, which makes sense. Fair. Yeah, time will tell. Time will tell. The Blazers will be all right, or they'll uh, leave the league. And we'll bring in the uh, Seattle team. Oh man, come on! Fuck you! Don't do that shit. <laughs> just saying, anything's possible. I don't know. Are they still selling out this season? Even on a down season, uh, I I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, I would do. When we first started going, they were it was a sellout every game, like in the Roy Odin, Lamarcus yeah. years, yep. and then they had a couple of down years. Sort of, I think right before Dame started, when everyone was getting hurt, that they sold out most games, and then I think they were probably selling out for quite a bit. At peak Dame, but these last two years, I doubt they were selling out every game, to be honest with you. Right. Fair. Good point. Um, all right. A couple other things to address here in Sib Dribs before we forget, before I forget. I mean, I do you think alluded- the Celtics are trying to get yeah. Dame because they haven't signed Jalen Brown yet to his extension or whatever. True. Could happen. We'll see. We'll see. And honestly, he's said that he doesn't want to go to the Celtics, but if he wants to win a championship, that's as good a team. That's a good place to go. As the Heat. And honestly, obviously. It kind of sucks, but. Yeah, Jalen Brown, good player, but that would be an upgrade. And if if the Celtics could do that without, I mean, Marcus Smart's gone, but if they could do that without any other major pieces leaving, that's, that's, I mean, Dame and uh, Tatum on the same team. That's you were talking about needing a one-two punch and then a couple other role players. Yeah, good players. and then like that's they have they that. have, you know, Boston has wings in spade. Now they have Porzingis too, so they like. Yeah. Who knows if he'll stay healthy? But he had a good season last year, so. And it's the sorry, East. Sorry, what we're we going to talk about? It's the East, which is still an easier conference. Um, just real quick, I, I I'm sure you didn't watch it, but I did watch the draft. I always do. I watched uh, some of the draft. I watched until about the tenth pick, maybe. I will say that um, you know Billis was still on there. JJ Redick was kind of the the new analyst guy, and then they had uh, two ladies that I didn't recognize. I think one was a former WNBA player, and it just I don't know. It didn't have the excitement and the. The formal for the, the the formal feel that it used to when you had kind of the same people up there kind of doing the announcing like Billis is the only guy that you know he had his little jokes where he says wingspan he says you know bottoms up because there's a drinking game or anytime Jay Billis says wingspan uh, you're supposed to take a drink and that sort um, of thing but I, I honestly didn't pay attention to the coverage I just like would say I know you don't. and. Yeah. God, what was the thing where they interviewed everybody's family? I was like, can we get off of this shit? Who cares? That, that's the other thing. That's the new thing. 
they they used to just interview the player, but now yeah, everybody's bringing their family up, and it's like, let me guess, you're proud of your son because he's now <laughs> making su- nine figure, well, soon to make hopefully, but already making eight figures. Yeah, no shit. Of course you are. We get it. Um, but anyway, so a couple other quick highlights. Just I'll, I'll just blaze through these, and one of these will be what you were alluding to, where we had a a, a listener comment come in via the email at thebropodnetwork at gmail.com, by the way. Um, very cool. I thought that the fourth and fifth pick, so two top five picks, were actually twin yeah, yeah. brothers. It's the first time that two brothers have gone to the top five, I heard, or something. Yeah, yeah. Not surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who who else would even have the chance to? You know, the Morris twins? No. The Lopez brothers? No. Um, so that was that was pretty wild. And they were both they both played in a uh, for overtime elite, which is one of those glorified AAU teams. Um, so good say, for them. Is that a high school team sort of thing? It's just like G League Unite. It's no, it's just a fucking pro team that people oh, don't don't want to go to college or can't get into college. Who do they play but. against. It's it's its own circuit. That's the point. Oh, so there are teams within. It's its own little league. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, obviously, you know, Wimbenyama went first. Everyone knew that sixteen months ago he was going first. Did you? I was a little in the news. Apparently, Britney Spears tried to like. She got assaulted at a at a game or something, and he like his security stepped in, and she said she. She disputes it. I just read that was what his security said happened or something. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? I will say, though, that... It's weird, though. She's 40-something. And that dude's, whatever, 19? 19. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's Britney. I I don't know. I I don't know. Um, But I will say that, the you know, obviously my DVR automatically picks up anytime the Lakers are playing. And they're playing a summer league game before they go to Vegas or playing in Sacramento and they played the Kings a couple nights ago, bunch of nobodies. And, but last night they were playing the Spurs and I was like, awesome. I'll get to see like live action Wimbanyama. No, he's not playing. Play so I don't know if he's going to play in the, not that bullshit. I assume he'll play in the Vegas summer league, but th- I mean, it's like a, the California classic or something like fucking lace up, play five minutes. Anyway. So whatever. Um, I think so good the, for him. I think the top, whatever, five picks or whatever, they're getting much more. Like, I bet Scoot plays like one quarter of. Yeah, no, of they, they protect the shit out of them, which is <laughs> fine, I guess. But it's like, don't, don't you gotta play fucking white glove these people. Yeah. And then in October, they fucking break a kneecap like Chet Holmgren, Holmgren last year because you're not used to getting manned up by fucking men. Yeah. 280 pound men. So anyway, I mean, it's um, harder for those skinny centers who clearly. Like, I know that, but hello, weighs like when Benyama is 190 soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He weighs much less than you do. And he's a foot yeah. and a half taller than you. So I was like, uh, I thought about literally that. I was like, man, I could probably go up to him and like knock him over pretty easily. <laughs> you could without your hands, you could blow on him and knock him over <laughs> a stiff wind. will just, knock this guy down. Just give him an elbow and he'd go flying. Not necessary. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've played played against you with your rebounding prowess. You would knock him over trying to get a board for sure. Just get low. If he didn't go through his legs, which would also yeah, be a very real possibility. I'd go from my <clears throat> sidearm right into his kneecap. Yes, indeed. Um, Duke players, I'm always paying attention to that. 
we had Derek Lively the second getting drafted by the Thunder, but then traded to the Mavs to join the team that was. I don't know what's going on with the Mavericks right now. Now Luca wants a trade. I've, I'm hearing like he's unhappy. Oh, really? That does not surprise yeah. me. They fucking signed Kyrie again. Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't know what Cuban's doing over there. They tried to sign Matisse Thibel from the Blazers, and the Blazers matched it. Yeah, like, good for them. Um, so, yeah, I was glad to see Lively. Lively is a rebounding machine. He had one of the craziest stats like midway through the college season this year where something like 94% of his baskets were within five feet of the paint. Like he just does not shoot outside. And so because of that, in his during his draft workout or like his pre-draft shit, he put together a video of like jacking up threes and making most of them. So I wish him well. Obviously he was a great player um, in the one season at Duke. The other Duke player selected was Derek Whitehead who many thought might not even play at Duke. He had an offer to, for a half million dollars to go play for one of those glorified AAU teams I was talking about. He's going to the Nets. I think he's from that area. I could be wrong about that. But, What's so, his first name? Drink? Derek. D-A-R-I-Q. Derek Whitehead. But he's fucking good, man. He's untapped potential. Like, legit, I could see him being a Marcus Smart type player let in me, three or let four Let me guess. Years. You think a Duke player is good. I do. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to comment on, and if you watched any of the draft, you had to have at least seen this guy in the, Grady in the, Dick. the green room. Grady Dick had the fucking most hideous suit I've ever seen. He looked like the slippers from fucking Wizard of Oz, which he played for Kansas. And I think even in the interview, they kind of asked him that question, like, is this an ode to Kansas? And I think he, I think he said that's what it was, but like, I thought that before they even asked that question. I was like, that, he those are like ruby red slippers. The, he definitely the is. The no dunks guys are saying how they can't wait to get a Toronto jersey that just says dick on the back. They're, they're like, they're going to sell so many of these jerseys. Get a custom one that says 69, like the number 69. <laughs> nice. That's the other thing. It's such an unfortunate name. Again, specifically what you're talking about to put on the back of a jersey or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then the only... The only two highlights from round two, which no one paid attention to, uh, there was actually it's a good Clemson thing he doesn't player play drafted. For the Bucks because they didn't have to wear a cream dick city Bucks. dick jersey. Ooh, <laughs> sounds delicious. Um, Hunter Tyson from Clemson was drafted also by the Thunder, although traded out here to uh, D Town, the Nugs, in the thirty seventh spot. And then I'd never heard of this guy. He, he'll he'll have a two way contract. I never heard of this guy. Still haven't heard of this guy on NBA.com. If you click on his name, it doesn't even take you anywhere. But there was a Furman player Ooh. selected in the NBA draft. I think the first time ever. I could be wrong about that. Uh, Jalen Slauson was his name. Yeah, selected by the Kings. So I just thought that was pretty cool. That's obviously unbelievably rare. Second for, round uh, pick. Second round pick. Yeah, towards the bottom, fifty fourth. So not quite the caboose, but. Getting close there. So, down there. Um, anyway, otherwise, you know, again, the, the, the top players were international player, Alabama, and then three glorified AAU players. And then Arkansas, and then one of Wimanyama's teammates went seventh, Bilal Kolobali. So, just yeah, a bunch of people that like was I just higher didn't than know. they thought that he would, I think. Yeah. But he had, he got free mixtape publicity because he was dropping dimes to 
uh, Victor the whole time. So, well, probably not. He's he's a power forward himself. But anyway, so wait, who, who um, just got drafted? According to uh, Real GM, mm-hmm. there have been three Furman players that made it to the NBA. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. 54, 75, and twenty sixteen. Uh, okay. Never so heard of any fourth. of these people, so I don't think they had long careers. Who was the 54? I feel like one of them I may have actually heard of. Who were the older guys? Uh, Frank Selvi. He's he got a building played, named after him. He played him. nine seasons. Yeah, he's got a building. Okay. I think. Uh, and Clyde Mays played two Never seasons. Never heard of him. That's probably and Jordan why. Lloyd in 2016 played one season for Toronto. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use played generously. He played twelve games. <laughs> he was paid to be on the bench. More than I've ever done in the NBA, so more power to yeah. him. Yeah, good job, Jordan. God bless, buddy. Hope, uh, Hope you're enjoying your life in Europe. Hope the Turkish league is treating you well for wherever you're playing now. <laughs> but man, I. Uh, Speaking of that, watching those that the California Classic game, I watched like a quarter and then I couldn't watch anymore. It's like I don't know any of these people. I don't care about these people. You know, it's a lot of a lot of guys just getting run trying to make the roster. Yeah, and there was some guy on the Lakers who he was. You know, they have a couple of these guys too, where he's like in his mid twenties, so he's been out of college for a while and he's been bouncing around Europe. And they said the number of countries he played for just last year, and it was like like number of leagues, and it was like five or six different leagues. And I'm talking Australia, Estonia, you know, somewhere in Asia, probably like Vietnam. It was crazy, crazy how these people can bounce around. And it's just, it's got to be t- such a tough existence. Just uh, living alone. Lloyd now plays for uh, Monaco. That's the 2016 Furman kid. Yeah. In the Euro League. Well, that's good. Yeah, of course. I mean, there are worse places to live than Monaco, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Probably spending all of his earnings on housing, but <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the deal they, they got for they him. They probably uh, provide housing. Yeah, they might put him up. They should. He should get a stipend, too. He should get a translator, but, well, not Monaco. He probably does all right. But anyway, um, so, yeah, that's that's the only kind of thing of interest on those summer league, summer league games, aside from watching some of the recently drafted players is get a chance to hear the stories of these journeymen never giving up on the dream. And sometimes it works, man. You never know. There are guys that make it. Sure. Why not? No, I can't think of an example right now, but, you know, they're out there. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying they get the nine-figure contract. not but. speaking of that, but I saw something on Instagram or something today. It was, it was like a mixtape of a... Manu, some good shit there. Sure. And Ginobili. Yeah, I had not watched highlights of his in quite some time. Just some sweet dimes. I mean, he dropped some sweet dimes, but I've also seen on Instagram the the white chocolate mixtape, just the yeah, sixty white, second version, and it's fucking. Manu is actually a good player. White chocolate has has some great highlights, but not a good player. But when you pack it into 60 seconds, white I know, chocolate, I I'll put but that honestly, up against anybody, the, the, anyone. 
the Manu mixtape looked like he and White Chocolate were peers just on the highlights. Was it him? Was it him in the Spurs, or was it him playing in like the Argentinian league or whatever? Uh, it's mostly Spurs. Okay. You'd be surprised. There were a lot of like through the legs passes behind the back. No, he did, I wouldn't he had be surprised. Some crazy layups. Some, he was a tricky good, player. Uh, breaking ankles. Sure, I believe they that. did not have him uh, smacking the bat above the rim. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. They had to get a rabies shot. Uh, that was funny. I remember that. Um, what was I going to say? Oh shit! Speaking of mixtapes. Oh, no, I just forgot the guy's name. Um, whoever sings going to back that ass up. Can't remember. Is that, is that Gen, it's not Genuine. Oh. What's the guy's the, name? The Tiny Desk thing? Is that what you're talking about? The, the NPR Tiny Desk concert. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I was like, oh, shit. I just saw that today. Yeah. Look up really the guy's good. name. I know you're already on That's it. but name. I'm going to be mad when you tell me because I was just watching it. Like, Juvenile. Ago. Juvenile. I was close. Same sound of the first, different first letter, but yeah, the Jew, check it out. I'm sure the whole thing's. I just saw a clip of it, but NPR yeah, Tiny Desk concert, good. definitely uncensored He's, too. So yeah, that was the crazy part to me. I don't <laughs> know why I, I just assumed it would always kind of. They'd ask me to be clean, but he was like, "Fuck that shit." Definitely he was singing not. the songs for real. Yeah, we were yeah, watching like another, it, and our kids are in the room. My wife's like, "Yeah, we gotta not listen to this." Yeah. Yeah, like another MC and, and like explicit stuff. There were guys with playing all sorts of instruments. There was a guy playing the thing where you blow into it, but it has a piano. Yeah, melodica. Yeah, it was wild. I'm gonna have to go back and check out the whole thing according to what you're you saying. It's good. If there's a bunch of foul language and more yeah, juvenile sound, songs, I'm in. It sounds like a much better version of your pre-show freestyles. Oh, if only the people could hear it. One day, one day I'll leave that in somehow. Yeah. Just so people be like, what the hell am I listening to? <laughs> I probably won't put it at the outset because people will stop listening. Yeah, um, that's good. I'll put good it towards idea. the end. But Make sure it's on a Scott Speaks and not a, not a Oh, yeah, good point. If you're going to do that. Why? That's a good point. Why don't I just do that for a whole Scott Speaks? I don't, do I don't want that associated with me. 30 minutes of freestyle. I put it on a separate um, feed while you're doing it. Yeah, nah, keep it on the main page. For exposure, um, okay. I think that's all I have for sibling dribblings. I mean, we could uh, we could talk about the what the Lakers have done. The Lakers, very different from the Blazers, have made a bunch of moves. Have signed, yeah, they've active players in many cases. New players, one free agency, from what I've heard. That's what a lot of people are saying. I we'll see. It all comes down to LeBron and AD being healthy. But can LeBron um, and Glass Glassman make it through a full season? Well. If he's the glass man, he's he's behind only one person in the history of glass knees. Unfortunately, that person was a blazer. But yeah, yeah. in any event. Um, but I, I'm talking about right. current players. I, I do not trust you need to play a solid season two times in a row. I don't either. No <laughs> one should. And I don't think anyone does, and they shouldn't. So that works out. Um, let's call it there. How much longer are you in uh, I mean, uh, Studio C? Oh, you leave tomorrow. Okay. We'll save travels. And uh, we'll pick up next week. Aren't you guys, are you going to Europe later in the summer? Did I yes. hear that? Like August? We're already yes. in July, aren't we? Yes. You're going in August? All right, we'll talk about that later. Okay. 
Um, like, subscribe, tell a friend. Again, if you want to shoot us an email, as someone did, asking about the Derek Lively selection of the draft, please do so at thebropodnetwork.gmail.com, thebropodnetwork.gmail.com. Check out our website, bropodnetwork.com. Um, check out our Twitters and Instagrams. Oh, we, we got start get doing on, some threads. Yeah, we got to get on threads. Are you on threads? Meta threads. I am not on threads. Um, it's very it's easy. Instagrams. Jump over. I'm sure it is. That's I'm sure it is. There's so many millions of people on it already. 30 million I read in the first day. That's pretty pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, we might we might start doing, I don't, I don't even know how it works, but we might start doing stuff on meta it's, threads. It's basically, basically Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. Okay, gotcha. It's linked well, to your Instagram account. Oh, all right. Well, more on that later. But anyway, uh, the underscore bro underscore pod, the underscore bro underscore pod. That's for both Twitter and Instagram. So interesting, head to head. Uh, but check us out over there. We post nothing virtually ever. But uh, Todd's <laughs> going to start getting a little more active now that there's threads, and we'll see what happens. Um, he could post That's the things we're talking about, back. like the clip of the juvenile thing and um, – other such stuff, as they say. Anyway, um, so do all that. Check us out. Tell a friend. Spread the word. Grow the show, as all the kids like to say. Um, and do that as soon as you're able to. So, we thank you as always for listening. Until next week, everybody. Bye.